Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., currently on Zoom and broadcast live on Facebook. Visit our website at hopegateway.com to learn more. Whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. Good morning. I'm Margaret Minger. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I have the honor to serve as chair of Hope Gateway's leadership team. Can you hear me? Good, thank you. This morning, our first scripture is from Exodus 3, 13 through 15, and we'll be reading from the Common English Bible translation. This is just after God appeared to Moses in a burning bush to give him a very big job. And after God spoke, this is what Moses did. Moses said to God, if I now come to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they're gonna ask me, what's this God's name? What am I supposed to say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. So say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God continued, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your ancestors, Abraham's God, Isaac's God, and Jacob's God has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is how all generations will remember me. Let's keep God's I am statement in mind as we continue this morning. When I was a little girl, Dr. E. Herman Westmoreland, the pastor of South Main Baptist Church in Houston, where my family was active, used to read his scripture at the beginning of every sermon. And then he would say, may God bless the reading and the hearing of his word. As a child, I thought that was funny, like to ask God to bless the reading and hearing of God's own word. But now I understand a little bit more about how important it is to pause and reflect, which is why we're going to be thinking about I am. This morning, I ask you to join me in asking God to bless the reading and hearing of God's word and the words I'll speak also. May it be so. Now, we know that the word of God is powerful, right? The creation stories passed down to us in Genesis 1 say, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said, let the waters pull away from dry land. So dry to pull together. So dry land will appear. And that happened too. John 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. We also know that my word, your word, in fact, any word we speak can be powerful. Powerful for good or powerful for bad. The word is a powerful thing. Throughout this series, we've called ojalá, which is a Spanish word meaning hopefully, it's tied linguistically to the Arabic for God willing. Sarah and Martin and Ophelia have brought us on quite a journey of considering what we give of our talents, time and resources to support the work of God here at Hope Gateway. We've moved from thinking intentionally about our giving to being kind to ourselves and not allowing the perfect to be the enemy of the good, 
to transforming ourselves completely using the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And it seemed to me that after that journey, there might not be anything left to say <laughs> about hopefully thinking and choosing and transforming. So as always, we look to scripture for what else? A word. For Christmas, my sister gave us all a copy of Atomic Habits by James Clear. If I weren't staying with Shantia and Jonathan where they're hopefully, they're carefully sheltering me while my house is under construction, I'd have a photo of that book here and hold it up for you. Early on in this book, the author hits upon a really key element of building a good habit that sometimes we forget. Changing our mindset changing the way we think, and changing who we say we are. This author suggests that we change our words to match our new mindsets and not wait for the habits to build up and that full butterfly effect. So for instance, when offered a piece of candy, I might say, I'm trying to quit. Or I might say, I am sugar-free. I could say, I'm trying to do something, I'm learning to do something, or I could say, I am. Let's not forget that building new habits can be good. At that same church, I received, even as a very small child, a set of envelopes each year. They looked something like this, but they had my name on them, actually my name and address. I thought they were very special, of course, because they had my name on them. It actually turns out they were. Every Sunday, we'd get in the car, and my mom or my dad would hand us each 10% of our allowance back to us, and we would put it in the envelope and take it with us to church, where we then gave. I asked Shanti and Jonathan how they taught their kids about giving, and they also had an envelope system where each child would get an allowance, and then it was subdivided into envelopes for giving and saving and spending and so on. So early on, I learned that giving to God's work started with my tithe to the church. So those envelopes with my name on them, they were special. They helped me form a habit of giving and a mindset that I am a person who supports God's work with my money. Now, let me pause here and say that I haven't always given 10% or a tithe to my church. There have been seasons in my life where I haven't had much income and sometimes I've had none at all. Giving 1% or 5% was this huge act of commitment taken in hope, trusting that, God willing, I would have enough to eat, to pay my rent, to pay my mortgage, whatever. Spoiler alert, I have always had more than enough, even when I was fearfully fretting that I wouldn't. So how can we at Hope Gateway intentionally build our habits and our I am statements, our mindsets around hope? This morning, I'm inviting you to think of how your new habits or mindset would be different if you started with hope. God knew something about mindset when God spoke to Moses. Let's look back at Exodus 3. What did God say to Moses about who God is? God said, I am that I am. I am who I am. There's a whole Hebrew lesson in tense to be had here because that phrase can also be accurately translated as I am who I am. I am that I am. I will become who I choose to become. 
and lots more. I am statements are some of the most powerful ever uttered. For instance, I could say that I wrestle with my faith and on a good day, I believe in and follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. I could say that I log into Zoom at Hope Gateway as often as I can. I could say that I try to make it a habit to do strenuous physical exercise every day. Or I could say, I am a believer in Jesus Christ. I am a member of Hope Gateway and I am an athlete. But that last one is not true. Ophelia reminded us that it's a spiritual practice to know our personal and collective history. And then when God calls us to transformation, to say yes. So often in scripture, when God or prophet or Jesus gave people the transformational opportunity of a lifetime, it came with an instruction to do something. In the biblical recounting of the creation story, God tells the first man and first woman, be fruitful and multiply. In the relational covenant story, God told Abram at the age of 75, I might add, to leave the land of his fathers and go to a place God would show him. In the freedom story that we just talked about, God told Moses to speak to the Egyptian leader, the Pharaoh, and basically threaten him. The prophet Elisha told the destitute and hopeless woman to go ask her friends and neighbors for extra vessels to hold all the oil that would pour forth in her time of need. And Jesus told the blind man to go and wash at the pool of Siloam if he wanted to see. There was always a step to be taken. Another powerful statement in scripture is actually almost a dare. And it was spoken by the prophet Malachi, recorded in Malachi 3.10. It says, Bring the whole 10th part to the storage house so there might be food in my house. Please test me in this, says the Lord of heavenly forces. See whether I do not open all the windows of the heavens for you and empty out a blessing until there is enough. See whether I do not open all the windows of the heavens for you and empty out a blessing until there is enough. Sometimes people misuse the scripture they teach magical thinking or prosperity theology, and frankly, that makes me crazy. But I believe that God means exactly what's recorded as Malachi's words. It's a promise that our commitment to God's work, collectively, as our clear theologian Erica showed us this morning, causes that work to overflow into the abundance of God's blessing. So today, this morning, let's choose to listen to God's word and believe God's promise. We can choose to learn, relearn, or just enjoy the habit of giving. Let's believe that our word, our I am, is powerful when we make our commitments and make them hopefully. Let's believe that with each of us saying, I am, then we are collectively members of Hope Gateway. I am a part of this community by giving my time, my talents, and my resources through Hope Gateway. Together, let's believe that when we hopefully bring our transformed selves into the storage house,
that is Hope Gateway, God will bless our words, our commitments, and our very selves. Ohala. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. To hear more about Hope Gateway and to discover how together we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God, visit our website at hopegateway.com.